Uh, okay. Well, we've, uh, you know, continued to, uh, uh, you know, make adjustments here on a regular basis. So uh, we'll uh, try to make the most out of, uh, well, we will make the most out of, you know, opportunities this week and we'll, uh, you know, be ready to go on Denver here for Sunday. So uh, hopefully we can, you know, stay on, stay on track and, um, you know, continue our preparations from last week. They'll obviously roll over into this week with, you know, some adjustments, but we'll, those will be relatively uh, small compared to the overall scope of the preparation. And um, you know, looking forward to, to getting back to playing here and coaching. Uh, first question, Mike Reese, followed by Ben Volan. Good morning, Bill. Um, was it another good day of known to positive tests? Yeah, that, again, that's, um, you know, there's a series of tests every day, so I'm really, I'm not going to get into that. Every every time uh, that we have multiple results during the day, we have a couple different tests, uh, there's other things going on, so, um, you know, we have something to report on that, we'll report it. Hey, um, I wanted to ask you about Nick Sermon on the practice squad, defensive tackle, you had extended time to work with going back to last year. What have you seen from him in terms of his development and how he might be able to help you if called upon? Yeah, well, Nick's a hardworking kid. He's, um, you know, played a number of different roles uh, for us. Has been active here uh, a little bit this year, and he's, you know, had an opportunity to, you know, practice with our defense, not just scout team. So, you know, he's like like all of our second year players made made significant improvement over the course of the off season and. Started the year this year, and uh, we'll see how it goes. I'm sure if he gets an opportunity, he'll he'll be ready to go. Next question, Ben Bowen, followed by Andrew Kelly. Uh, good morning, Bill. Hi, Ben. Uh, to be clear, you guys are uh, on track to continue working as normal for now. Sorry, Ben, you broke up a little bit there. Can you give it to me again? Sorry, just to be clear, you guys are on track to continue working as normal right now? Uh, we're on track to play on Sunday, put okay. it that way. Uh, have you get a sense for how your players are handling all this uncertainty and all the abrupt changes in the schedule and just, you know, all, all the changes that you guys have had to deal with the last few days? Well, uh, Ben, we've been dealing with changes all year. So, um, you know, we went all the way back to the to the spring, started the off-season program, virtual meetings, uh, OTAs, mini camp, training camp. So, uh, I think we're all in a in a um, have gone through this year with a, a very flexible uh, attitude and understanding that things are going to change and we're going to have to make adjustments. I think that the that the players, the coaches, the staff, uh, you know, that everybody's handled it, uh, you know, pretty well. I mean, whatever we've had to do, we've, we've done, uh, we've tried to, we've tried to, you know, make the best out of our opportunities and that's what we're going to continue to do. Uh, we know we're going to have to be fluid and flexible. Um, I don't think that's going to change. And, and so we'll, uh, just kind of take it day by day and, and do the best we can with each opportunity that we get. And, uh, if we have to, change off our normal routine, uh, what is, what's been normal this year, let's put it that way, then we'll do that. Uh, but that's, uh, that look, that's the way the whole year has gone. So I don't think it'll be any different. 
Next question, Andrew Callahan, followed by Phil Perry. Uh, good morning, Andrew. Um, so you mentioned yesterday on the radio, obviously any infected player on the COVID reserve list has to go through a medical clearance process. Um, today, will Cam or Steph take steps towards receiving that clearance? Yeah, I'm not sure exactly what the schedule is in terms of when when uh, those guys will do uh, the things they need to do. Again, some of that's um, you know has to be scheduled outside of the building and so forth. So I'll, I'll leave that to the medical department. I don't know exactly what their schedule is. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Next question, Phil Perry, followed by Evan Lazar. Hey, Bill, um, <clears throat> I ha haven't talked to you since the game was postponed to this coming weekend, and I'm just wanting to know, uh, does the team have any input at all when it comes to a postponement like that? Did you guys have any say in whether or not that game would be played on Monday? Yeah, that's, again, that's not really, um, you know, that's not really something that I think any individual team uh, has a lot of input on. There's so many factors involved there. A uh, number of games had to be uh, rescheduled or readjusted. That gets into scheduling and, you know, dealing with uh, other teams as well. So, you know, I think that the league, uh, I'm sure, did the best that they could to um, try to work out the schedule where, you know, everybody could play their games and there would be as little disruption as possible. And uh, how that affected the, the teams that were involved is really... Uh, you know, that's, that's a decision that they would make uh, based on multiple factors, uh, many of which I'm not even aware of. So um, I think they've done a good job of, of trying to, you know, in our case, just assess what the situation is here. Uh, but then, you know, whatever the scheduling decisions are, that's, that's not something that we can, um, you know, it's not something we have any control over, especially in a situation like this where you have multiple games uh, involved in, in a schedule adjustment. Thanks, Bill. You're welcome. Uh, next question, Evan Lazar. <clears throat> and I'll encourage anyone else to raise a hand if you want to ask a question. Hey, Coach, I just want to ask you a football question. Uh, you guys, in the first four week games of the season, have played more snaps with six or seven defensive backs on the field than any team in the league. And I was just curious what your advantages you see from playing with so many defensive backs out there on the field defensively. Well, a, a major part of defense is is being able to defend and and react to what the offenses are doing. So, um, you know, we've played teams that have had a certain style of play on the schedule, had certain personnel groups and and skills within those groups. So, um, you know, we've defended them the way that we feel is is best and the way we match up best as a football team. We'll continue to do that. Um, uh, what, what group that is and so forth. Uh, we'll just have to see how that goes week by week. Um, but, you know, we've always been that, that type of a defensive team. And uh, certainly things that we do are reflective of what they're doing. Uh, we just, you know, we can't control that. Uh, offensively, when you have the ball, you can put, you know, whoever you want out there. You can give the ball to whoever you want it to. Uh, defensively, you can't. You don't have that type of control. So we may or may not be using that personnel group going forward or those personnel groups going forward. That would depend on you know, who we're playing and 
what they do and obviously game situations. Next question, Jim McBride, followed by Dan Roach. Uh, good morning, Coach. Uh, good wanted to ask about Damian Harris. Uh, he had such a strong training camp. Were you impressed by the way he was able to kind of jump back into things uh, Monday night despite missing those uh, couple of weeks? Yeah, Damian uh, had a good week of practice. As you said, he, he was impressive uh, in camp and uh, in good condition, ready to go, and, and uh, was able to... Um, you know, put together some, you know, some solid days in practice. And I think that as a coaching staff, we felt that, you know, he'd be ready to go uh, Monday night in Kansas City. And he was. He ran hard, ran well. Um, so, uh, you know, look forward to having him back. Glad to have, glad we have him and look forward to having him back out there. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, next question, Dan Roach, followed by Doug Kide. Hey, Bill, good morning. Hey, Dan. Uh, just a thought on... Uh, as a coach and maybe as, as the players, so part of sports, part of, uh, of what you guys do is, is a lot of communication and, and maybe a lot of extra work after practice and, you know, adjustments and, and teaching and things like that. How have you been able to adjust or how difficult has it been during, especially what you're going through now, for the coaches to say, you know, hey, I see little things that this guy's doing or even amongst yourselves to have the conversations you need to have as a coaching staff to make the adjustments and to teach and to do the things that you do during this time. Uh, well, Dan, I think that's, uh, I mean, it's a good observation, but I, I think we've, we try to do what we've been doing. Uh, we try to, you know, be thorough in our, in the breakdown of, um, you know, our plays and, and the fundamentals that we use on each play and communicate those to the players. Uh, some of it's been, you know, more virtually, uh, some of it's been in, um, you know, position meetings, that kind of thing. I'd say we've probably had overall more individual meetings this year than we've had uh, historically in the past to try to, you know, separate and distance. And But that allows, uh, the good part of that is it allows more uh, individual and direct communication between the coach and his players. Uh, you know, the downside of that is there's a little bit less overall, you know, communication and, um you know, total understanding of everything that's happening because you don't hear other coaches tell uh, the players uh, beside you or in front of you or behind you what they're doing and where it all kind of uh, ties together. You rely on your position coach to do that, and, and uh, our coaches do a good job of that. But I'd say it's probably the individual coaching hasn't been, um, might, be, might even be more than what it's been in the past. I would say the, the overall uh, team meetings and team team coaching or team, uh, you know, group, whether it's film or uh, installation or, um, you know, game planning, uh, game plan adjustments, so forth, probably a little bit less than in the past. Uh, so, uh, again, that's, that's kind of the trade-off, but that's what we've tried to do. We've tried to, uh, you know, make the meetings smaller, which are definitely better on the virtual end of it when we had those in the spring. But, uh, carrying over into training camp and the season, um, there's there's been probably a little more of that than what there's been in the past uh, in terms of the in-person meetings. So, I, I think the I think the individual corrections are are definitely um, getting made, uh, and, and like I said, maybe more a little more than in the past. I'd say it's some of the bringing together some of the overall things uh, could. You know, we, we could use a little more time on that, but we just try to, you know, handle them with the 
you know, with the way that we're set up so that we're, you know, not, not spending a, a more time together than we feel like is really necessary. But it's a balance. It's, it's a great question. It's a balance, something we've talked about. And, you know, may, maybe we have the right mix, maybe we don't, but that's something that we we're aware of. And, and, uh, you know, we want to try to, as I said, use our time as efficiently as we can to get everything covered. We'll do two final questions, Doug Tide and Chris Ryan. Good morning, Bill. Uh, individual players on your offensive line have showed positional flexibility so far this season. How much of a credit is that to Cole and, and Carmen and their job in, in replacing Dante this season? Yeah, well, Cole and Carmen both done a good job. Uh, I think that, uh, again, that's the biggest, biggest position on the team, uh, the offensive line. Uh, you know, you have five guys out there on every play and, and, uh, you know, sometimes another guy on goal line situations or things like that, but, you know, it's at least five out there on every play. And that's, um, you know, really more than any other, other group other than the defensive backs, if you combine all of them together, but when you separate them between corners and safeties, uh, you know, it's a big group. So, you know, having, having two people working with those guys. And again, we have players that have. Uh, quite a bit of experience, and then we have some other players that um, have a lot less experience, and in, including uh, you know Mike and and uh, Justin, who you know have only played four games here uh, so far. So it's uh you know there there are different needs there, but they the the flexibility that that those guys have been able to show, uh, you know Justin playing both sides and and a little bit of guard, you know Mike playing uh, both guard and uh, tackle. Um, you know, it's been pretty, uh, pretty impressive what, what they've been able to do. But, you know, the other guys as well, you know, Joe switching and, you know, got a lot of, a lot of leadership from, you know, Isaiah and Joe, certainly Shaq and David when they were out there. So, um, you know, overall that group's worked hard. They're, uh, you know, have a good, good, uh, communicate level of communication and understanding. There's certainly a lot of room for improvement there, but, um, you know, it's, it's heading in the right direction. And, you know, as some of our younger players get a little more experience, and as we get a little more experience playing together consistently as a group, you know, I think that'll, uh, that'll help us as well. So uh, players and coaches have, you know, they've done a good job there. And, you know, it hasn't been easy, but they've, they've worked very hard to, you know, have a, a solid level of performance. And last question will be Chris Ryan. Morning, Bill. Um, building on Rochi's question a little bit, how would you, you know, define what this challenge has been like? You know, for you personally, having built you know such a, a structure of communication and consistency, to have everything kind of thrown into um, you know chaos over the last few weeks, has it been just that for you, or have you been you know looking to try to figure out how to make this situation work, and have you gotten you know some um, benefit from that? Uh, well, uh, again, every year is different and every, every situation is a little bit different. I mean, we've had long weeks, we've had short weeks. Um, you know, we've had things we've had to adjust to in the past. Uh, this year's adjustments, as I said, started back in the spring. So, uh, it's not like all this got thrown on us, you know, in the last week or two. Um, you know, so all the virtual meetings, the distancing, the, you know, lack of, lack of spring and so forth. Uh, you know, we've, we've just adjusted to it the best that we can. 
not saying it's perfect and there's always room for improvement. We're constantly evaluating what we're doing to try to get the most out of it. But the players have been very cooperative. The players have also given us good feedback as to uh, what they feel like is beneficial, what's working for them. And, and uh, so we've made some adjustments from, uh, from, from that feedback as well as just constant communication on the coaching staff where you know, one coach or, or one group of coaches might might talk about something that's you know effective for them, and then uh, other groups or another position coach uh, will try that as well, and and uh, you know get the feedback from his players and things like that. So uh, I think we're you know we've learned a lot. Uh, we're trying to find ways to teach and uh, communicate and operate uh, better and as efficiently as possible. Um, I'm not sure that we're there yet. I'm sure we'll see other things uh, as we go along you know, through, through the course of the season. But you know, I, I don't feel like when we walk out on the field for a game that we're, you know, there's a lot of gaps in our preparation or in, uh, you know, the team being ready to go. Um, I mean, there are always things after every game that you can you know, do better. I'm not saying that, but I don't feel like when we walk out there, we're just, you know, void of, of being able to, to cover or do certain things. So just, we'll just keep doing, you know, doing the best we can, and if we have to make uh, other adjustments, then we'll make them and and try to figure out how to how to make the most out of our time and our opportunities. Thanks, Bill. You're welcome. Thank you, Coach. All uh, right. Uh, my apologies to those we didn't get to, but thank you for everyone for your time and questions. Thank you. All right.